and that are absolutely fair to all concerned. The Money Show. The Markets. Now, this is the most interesting news on the day. Investment holding company Sabvest. Um, it is a remarkable investment company. It's probably the best investment company listed on the JSE. Um, and it has repatriated funds from offshore to make investments in South Africa. Woolworths did a similar thing um, earlier this year, brought money back from Australia to pay down debts and do a couple of other interesting things. What is these guys thinking that the rest of the market isn't seeing? Sibonisa Ngomalo is a portfolio manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group. Did you see that announcement from Sabvest, Siboniso, uh, where they're bringing money in rather than what everyone else seems to be doing is desperately taking money out of the country? Yes, Bruce. Good evening to your listeners. I mean, Bruce, you will know that uh, at the Ocean Investment Group, we have been we have identified South African assets for quite a while now as ridiculously cheap. That South African assets offer tremendous value, and so therefore, looking at services, bringing money in the country to purchase what is um, obviously attractive assets, I think that kind of makes sense. And also, if the South African market's not going to recognise. Um, in terms of assets that asset valuation South Africa achieved, well, we've seen quite a lot of delisting in South Africa. We've seen a lot of international companies coming in and saying, hey, these assets are trading at attractive valuation and taking those companies out. And hence, and everybody complains about this, JSC having invested in their company. But why? What's driving that? Well, actually, valuations are low. And when valuations are low, the market and will take that opportunity to correct that and take that away from us. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a fascinating turn up for the books, and I just thought it was well worth highlighting in the face of this huge negativity that we're seeing around our politics yeah. and all of the uh, all of the noise that we're going to be subjected to over the next uh, I was going to say week or two, the next year or two, <laughs> uh, because yeah. South Africa is an increasingly noisy and 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 contested place. No, it, it, it is, Bruce. But I mean, I think what people forget is that market are what we call in the investment industry a discounting mechanism. So markets look forward. They say, if you take an aggregate, all the companies that are listed, let's look at the cash flows in the future. And the cash flows in the future, then we bring them back and we discount them at an appropriate discount rate. Now, basically the discount rate is the risk. You say, hey, how much risk is there in these earnings and these cash flows? And then how much are they worth today? That's the value of a business. And so, therefore, with South Africa, we find that all this noise is generally in the price. That's why South African assets trade at such low valuations. But, Bruce, if we look further in the detail, South African assets, South African investors forget that the assets on the JSE, a lot of them don't make money from South Africa. So, if you take South Africa, take the commodity companies, the gold companies, the platinum companies, those companies aren't selling to South Africans. Then you take the Nasdaq Group, which is the largest company of the JSE. Nasdaq makes money off South Africa. Take Richmond. You take that makes money outside South Africa. Then you take British American Tobacco outside South Africa. So the JSE is not representative of the economy. And that's why we can see the JSE actually continuing to relatively perform um, and deliver very pleasing results. Because what the JSE is and where those earnings come from in the JSE, I think between 60 and 70 percent of the JSE's earnings are not South Africa. Yeah, and so therefore, particularly. Don't panic about the, economy, don't mm. panic about the JSE. Those are two different but, things. 
particularly as and when and if, or if and as and when China opens up. Um, here we can, I mean, China's reopening to COVID um, and, and the zero COVID policy. Suddenly, as China begins to open up, that's more sales for Nussbaum, there's more sales for Richemont, there's more sales for British American tobacco. Um, and, I mean, ultimately, that has got to feed through positively for investors on the JSE. Exactly, Bruce. I think the Chinese reopening thing is a key thing because China has been closed as an economy. Um, and so... Where there were some protests, uh, and, and obviously, I was seeing China saying, hey, we're going to open up, we're going to allow domestic travel. Domestic travel in China is about 60% of what it was in 2019. So the Chinese traveler is not traveling. But as that economy opens up, and they're saying, hey, we are now, you can now go out and shop and like everybody else in the world. What we're going to see is China is the second biggest economy in the world. So therefore, we are going to see increased consumption. It's good for global growth. We're going to see commodity prices rising because China is a massive economy and a massive driver in the commodity space. So that's against the commodity producer. And so that's good for us as a country, independent of what are the own goals that we do. Um, and also we're going to see global supply chains um, improve because there's a lot more mobility. And so with that in mind, so that companies that you can invest in in South Africa that will benefit from that, you look at Anhauser Bush, which bought SAB Miller, they have a business in China um, called Budweiser, Asia Pacific. And so people are going to go out, they're going to drink some beer. That's good. So you can end how the bush can get exposure. Richmond, as I've said, as a Chinese consumer spends a lot of luxury. So again, we've seen Richmond's share price rise. Why? It's anticipating that. We've seen Tencent actually, well, through the NASDAQ group recover mm. quite pleasantly. Again, the same thing. In Tencent, there is an advertising business that will recover and a payment or financial services business that will also recover as China opens. And so good for global growth and good um, for certain shares that are in our market and good for commodities. And that's why I think we've seen in the last month or so some positivity coming through in our market because of China's reopening. Thank you. Portfolio Manager at Old Mutual Investment Group. Just come half past six in this eyewitness news now brought to you by